Deathwatch. Hello and welcome to Deathwatch's gaming podcast. Today we are going to be playing Shadowrun. Yay! Uh, Anarchy. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just to make our bio on our uh, Podbean webpage true, that we do play Shadowrun, <laughs> as we have not played it on our podcast yet. So, in this game, we play Shadowrun, but uh, instead of the GM doing all the narrating for what's going on in the world, we kind of take turns narrating. So, first the GM goes, and then each player, starting with the player on my left, so that's you, Chris, mm-hmm. and uh, we just go around the table in that order, unless plot points are used to disrupt that. So it's going to be pretty simple. Just describe what your character is doing and a little about what else is going on. And then you're done. You can pass it on. So here we go. The year is 2080. And you guys will do your introductions in the narration order. My name is Fixer Travis. I'm actually making that a thing for Shadowrun that the Shadowrun Game Master should be called Fixer. <laughs> or Mr. Johnson, depending on what you think. But, uh, Mr. Johnson. Well, I good. felt like Fixer made more sense because... Johnsons are more like adversarial than the fixer. Fixer helps. Game masters help. Game masters right? kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. And anyhow, I, I I'm new to the Seattle Plex. One of the things I like to do when I get to a new spot is hit the old dive bars and listen to the runners talk, especially the old timers. So I walk into a dive. Don't remember the name in neon. By the time I get to the inside, and I see four runners, old as sin, sitting together in a booth. That's you guys. And I'll pass it over to you, Chris. Oh, man. Are we doing introductions? Yeah, go or ahead just and introduce your character. You can start there. Hi. And you can say something else that's going on in the bar. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing Darkman. The first character I ever made for Shadowrun back when I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's see. Uh I'm going to say that this is uh, just a, oh man, it's all augmented reality these days, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's got an old timey feel to it, but it's all fake. It's actually like covered in like dust and, and, the, and the paint's peeling off the place. The linoleum's like uh, coming up. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it there. Brandon. Yes, I'm playing Major and Major is an old retired military man from the originally from the CAS, but now living mostly in the UCAS. Mm. And I'm in this bar, only God knows why, but I've got a drink in my hand, and I'm looking for a place to sit down. All right. I'm Justin. I'm playing a troll by the name of Boom Boom, (laughs) uh, who loves nothing more than just to see things explode. I'm currently sitting at the table, uh, flipping open and close my my lighter, lighting it, closing it again, opening it, lighting it, closing it again while I'm waiting for uh, some of my food to come. And I'm John playing Viper, who is a uh, raised on the streets kid, as uh, understands that he's going to live uh, a hard and fast life and die young. Except we're all ancient. Except we're all <laughs> so you're still you're still holding out hope. As, well, unfortunately, as a, a troll, that uh, yeah, you know, ancient is only like what twenty years or so. No, it's uh, was it fifty? Yeah, it's yeah when they start so. getting old. Fifty's yeah. old age worldwide. So you're good. Well, there's still time. 
Yeah. I like As to think I that uh, he's going. My... <laughs> I like to think he's he's going through that uh, that kid mentality where you hit eighteen and you were expecting to check out around seventeen. <laughs> You're like, oh man, now what do I do? <laughs> Uh, and then when you when you hit thirty and we're expecting yeah. to check out at twenty one, yep, yeah. But uh, as even though the the bar is is uh, vintage, is there's still a not a a trid but a uh, old TV uh, playing with some of the most recent news, mm. Mm. like a re like it's maybe remodeled or something. Yeah, or like it, it. It's the shell is old. <laughs> As, uh, I maybe like it. A, a casing with a uh, a vid display inside. Mm. All right. So uh, this guy walks up to your table, and the reason you can't you're you're trying to find a seat, major, is because there's uh, two trolls sitting there, so mm. they're taking up quite a mm-hmm. <laughs> quite yeah. a bunch. Of, but anyhow, a guy walks up to that table that you're generally gathered around. Uh, this would be Fixer Travis. And he gives an introduction amidst the noise of the crowd. And they actually have that TV turned up pretty high. So it's kind of on the edge of the speaker capacity. So the, you know, they mixed two high newscaster voices sort of crackling out of the speakers. Um, So at this stage, we're actually going to shift out of narration and we'll just enter what we call talk time where uh, you can basically just freely jaw. And uh, anyhow, so Fixer Travis is like uh, evening chummers. He's got a drink in his hand. Mind if I join you? I'll buy you the next round. He gestures at the empty ta- or the empty chair that Major was also fine for. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let uh, him have the seat. <laughs> uh, I can stand. Uh. I don't want to sit next to the trolls anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be kind of staring him down as I do that thing where you kind of grab at the flame in your right in the lighter. So. Yeah, I'll just be staring down, saying, "What's it to you?" It's like, well, I, you know, I'm new in town. Uh, I'm a fixer. You guys might be interested to know. And one of the things I like to do is sort of soak in the atmosphere of a new, a new plex and kind of get the uh, the pulse of the city. And one of the ways I do that is I just want to hear some old war stories. Now, I'm not saying you guys are shadow runners or anything like that, but maybe you've heard something. You could tell me. So, in exchange, I'll keep buying drinks and give you guys a few hundred new yen at the end of your night for the time. Does that sound fair? And hold hold on. Well, sorry, what was your name? He's gesturing at you, Major. Uh, you can call me Major, and I'll say that over my shoulder as I go over to a nearby table and grab a chair to drag it over. And there's uh, uh, a drunk guy at the table, and there's stuff sitting there as if... Someone is sitting, is, will be using this chair, but maybe they're off at the <laughs> bathroom or whatever. But uh, I just give him a hard look and drag the chair over and sit down. Do you have the intimidate skill? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. Well, if you, if it's not, because the skill list is pretty short. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't jump immediately at, at you, just roll your charisma for me. That's always a bad one to ask on the older Shadowhunters. <laughs> <laughs> I think I gave. Major. I do have intimidation. Okay, yeah. So you can just click on the intimidate part. I think we'll roll the skill up. Mm. Yeah. So that fella doesn't dare think about questioning what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he kind of is like, but when he sees you're looking at him, 
he even drops that and he just acts like that's not even his table. Yeah, he even <laughs> offers the chair. Yeah, oh. right. He's like, yeah, I was going to bring that over. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you drag over that chair. He's made this deal. I've made this deal. A few hundred million, bottomless drinks, stories. You guys are from around here. You have the look, Seattle, you know. Can I, is there any sort of like, a, I don't know, like a perception or intuition type thing? Maybe feel out this guy? Is he a cop? <laughs> yeah, you can do perception. Uh, there's actually that eyeball mm-hmm. button. You guys can all roll that out if you want. All right. Any modifiers? Nope, just we'll do the flat one. How did we turn off that whisper? I think uh, there's a chat do. bubble. Chat bubble, yeah. On the same line. Looks like uh, Dark Man has the eagle eye, what you'd expect. <laughs> um, okay, but he sees the scrutiny coming his way, you know. He's like, oh, no, you guys can check on my credentials, and you see in his uh, pan... Uh, you know, something that pops up in AR that you guys can interact with in it. And it gives you some details about, you know, safe for public details about his stuff. And uh, and with that perception, we'll say that, you know, you're an old... With your job, you really knew how to investigate your mark, basically. So, you know, you have like a lot of contacts in that split second while you're thinking it over where you access his pan. You're also texting one of your old buddies, check this guy out. and. Uh, at this stage, everything comes back legit. At least that happens in that short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So, and you have, uh, you know, reason to to trust that process as it's worked for you for for so long. So yeah, he's sort of half uh, about ready to sit down and uh, right. say it's a good deal. Huh? I'll uh, pull a pack of cigarettes out from my coat where my hand had been kind of lingering, <laughs> mm. and I'll put one. In my mouth and light it. You know, I imagine that when I thought of the opening scene to this, <laughs> that your hand would be in your coat. I knew it. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, he, he he sits the rest of the way down. And he's got, there's there's kind of like, a, you know how if you buy a house, you can uh, put money into escrow. There's sort of that setup, right? Where he's put up a few hundred New Year and that, you know, once certain conditions are met, is going to go your guys' way, right? So just for the time. And, and uh, he also... Is going to put the drinks on his tab. Hey, what was this guy's name? Fixer Travis. Yeah, okay. People back in Denver call me Gig or The Gig, but you know. Okay. Fresh start, which is also something that goes into your guys' search, you know, mm. and, and you do get some hits. So he's legit out of in, Denver. Yeah, in, in the shadow talk around Denver. Okay. You guys can also, if you want, negotiate <laughs> what he's offering. Unfortunately, Dark Man does not have negotiations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just boom, boom. Yeah, I wouldn't say that your uh, even your check, given your negative quality, totally alleviates your paranoia about the situation. Oh, though you know, because if you looked at yeah. his, he's got paranoia. Um, but yeah, if you're not going to negotiate, we can we can skip past that. Well, I'm not going to do an actual negotiation, but I'll tell him uh, as long as you're picking up the tab, I'm in. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Then I'll call for more drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't realize that you're a seasoned alcoholic. Yes. <laughs> like right now, I don't even have a buzz. I'm not going to be right. able to And you're already operate. like 12, 12 yeah. drink. What did he drink? It was like scotch whiskey or something mm-hmm. for Oh, for that's major? a spendy in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're probably getting the real stuff too. And he's yeah. like, hey, <laughs> wait a minute. So, yeah. Um, and we can switch back to the narration after this. So, I heard a story just to... 
maybe this is what I'm most interested in. It was about 20 years ago, maybe more. It was about a run on the Aztec Technology Pyramid. You guys hear that one? Most of us at the time didn't believe it when news came in, in Denver. It's like, who would do that? But people I have reason to trust assured me it actually happened. They said it was a multi-pronged assault. No one knows for sure who was paying the bill or why. No one knows who the other teams were. I've seen the security footage. And one of the prongs in the multi-pronged uh, operation was hired to stir up some dreck and provide cover for whoever else was there that night. So uh, let's start there. You know, what do you guys know about that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll start with you, Chris. Mm. Uh, let's see. Darkman will exhale a big plume, uh, probably very noxious smoke based on what these cigarettes are now because they can just cut cancer out of you and fix it with magic. Um, and uh, I guess he'll kind of start with, uh, yeah, I knew a guy who knew a guy who said he was part of uh, part of one of the assault teams first in. Uh, they knew right up front from what he was saying that it was uh distraction. They were there just to make noise. Yeah, see, that's what I heard. But anyhow. Yeah, uh, so I'll light up a cigarette of my own and down the rest of the whiskey in my glass and say, yeah, I also knew a guy. And what you say is true. It was It was known right from the get-go that it was a distraction. One of them especially went looking to make a lot of noise. He always wanted to do the best job he could. <laughs> hmm. And I've also heard that he was strikingly handsome. <laughs> Can't speak to that myself, but that's what I heard. So your, your head's the size of a watermelon now from all, <laughs> all the truth. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Obviously, you're still handsome. Your pictures, you're still in shape. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, carry on. Lots of uh, de-aging because of all that freaking money we got on the last run <laughs> right. we did. Yeah. So, yeah, Boom Boom's a little bit, he's not the smartest guy, so he's like, are you guys talking about the run we did against Aztec? Because <laughs> I, I, I kind of remember going in and, and yeah, I was just told to blow up every, like a whole bunch of stuff. And you guys were supposed to be there to like have my back and take out as many of the guards as we could from what I remember on that. They, they did supply us with some pretty good explosives. I, uh, I missed that. I missed that. I'll call for another drink. <laughs> I'll actually call for one too. <laughs> it's a paradox that you're still alive with a yeah. professional dark man is. He would have put a bolt in the back of your head like yeah. after the as technology, right? I probably, probably have. Probably. <laughs> yeah, he probably did and I just yeah, got a headache. Yeah. yeah. It's like that one guy who woke up after his wife shot him with a yeah. splitting headache and they found the bullet later. Well, that's kind of how you do yeah. the, hey, you dummy, slap to the back of the head on a troll anyways. Just to yeah. just <laughs> shoot pull out a light, light pistol and shoot yeah. him in the head. I'll uh, you know, put a hand on Boom Boom's shoulder and say, you know, when I saw you here today, I was quite surprised to see you're still alive. I know. That's what my mom keeps saying. Mm. Viper, that brings us to you. Uh, so I'll uh, just shake my head a bit and take a long drink. Say, yeah, it's it's much like you've heard. We were hired for some heavy distraction. It was, uh, it was one of the funnest nights of my life. Mm. <laughs> well, clearly we're not going to be able to be discreet about our role in this. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, well, Fixer Travis gig, if you want to call him that. He's like, um, ah, I know you guys are talking, you know, tall talk. Uh, funny story. Last night, different bar, different part of the Plex. I was talking to this guy. Goes by the name uh, Patriot X, Expatriate, something like that, right? You ever heard of him? Anyhow, he says he orchestrated the whole run. And, uh, you know, he was the mastermind of it. And he kind of filled me in on some of the details. What he said was... You know, we can skip the whole, let's do the, let's look into the employer or whatnot. You know, he got to the, the meeting, the Mr. Johnson part. And uh, what he said was they met the Johnson in like a municipal building, real top floor level dreck, right? We're talking swanky boardroom. Mr. Johnson was corpo for sure. And he had a bodyguard, ex-military. The details got a little sketchy at that point. I didn't fully believe him, you know. Not saying I don't believe you, boom, boom, but... Like, who would admit to that? We're talking about the big A here. Their business is blood, you know? Surely they kill the guys responsible for that. Anyhow, where was I going? Oh, yeah. So the deals, they make the deal. They get access to uh, state-of-the-art gear. Then they're going to halo drop into Azzy territory, blow up some sky bridges, evac at the roof of Building 5, and only after holding HTR off for 10 minutes. (laughs) The sum offered was in the range that would make any runner salivate and narrow their eyes at the same time. At least that's what Expatriate was saying. It's, is that the way you guys heard it, Dark Man? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think on the trid, there's uh, live coverage of an uh, incident going on on a freeway somewhere. Right. And there's just some guy that walks up and blows another guy's head off. <laughs> and the drones are just showing it all. Right. right. <laughs> and then gets on the guy's bike and speeds off. <laughs> um, so that's blaring in the background right now. But uh, but yeah, Darkman's kind of, he, he's kind of looking far away right now. He's kind of nodding. He's like, yeah, there's good pay in that. And then it's even more incentive when the uh, the Johnson giving you the orders stipulates that mass casualties are required Me- means you can kind of go gloves off actually put what you were uh, were training for to work don't gotta worry about no no stun rounds <laughs> no electric shock stuff just go for it yeah balls so to the boring. wall <laughs> <laughs> what do you think those guys got as far as gear so there's um there's a a woman uh, a waitress she's taking a break at the bar and she's absolutely beautiful. Well, beautiful in a certain kind of light. <laughs> Poor town beautiful. You know. Yeah. As in nowhere close. But I'll be sending little AR <laughs> flirts to her uh, and and mostly watching her. Okay. And I'll say back uh yeah, that that's about the right of it and uh you, there was a I think there was a troll there with a minigun and purple pants. Can't remember the guy's name, but uh, you know the weapon he had, the Vindicator. Uh, that's about on the level of the sort of things that were mm-hmm. available. Yeah, doesn't much matter. Trolls with miniguns don't last too long. The Hulk, you say? Huh? <laughs> Some handsome fella with a <laughs> rocket launcher might have been there. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then, and then the pay. What do you imagine that was? You know, what do you like? Think about it. I'm Joe Schmo Shadowrunner, and they're like, we want you to do a frontal attack on triple A security rating, corpo tech, you know, corpo land. And we're not talking about 
you know, like a nice one, like Horizon. This is as technology, as mm. frag-in technology. So how much was the pay, do you think? Not uh, as much as you think it was because of inflation. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, after taxes. And... <laughs> it's it's never as much as you think you're worth, but, you know, they, they promised us a good extraction and, you know, and if we needed to get patched up afterwards, they promised us the uh, you know the best dock wagon services we could have, given the situation. Mm-hmm. So that was that was one of the the ceiling contract moments there, and and then you know they they said they could get us anything they wanted that we wanted as far as weapons and stuff. So like I I I went in. Because they promised me that I could get all the explosives I wanted through them without having to go through all the rigmarole of... Mm-hmm. That of, makes uh, my... That sort of blank check makes my little fixer heart flutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, some of those things are hard to pass up. I mean... So for the most part, it was the benefits and not the, the cold hard new yen that was doing it. <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, Viper, you want to add anything on to that? Um, yeah, there's in the corner, that bottom left corner, there's uh, a group of uh, orc gangers that are just being obnoxiously loud. <laughs> That's all I've got to add to that. Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, before I start the narration up again, what we're going to do is a negotiations test to, to to kind of play out what those runners got mm. in that fabled meeting. So... You can actually do this as a teamwork test, so you can figure out who amongst you is the best to negotiate. Not me. I have no negotiation. Yeah, this is charisma. I don't either. <laughs> so I've got four. Four charisma. Five like charisma. Three, five. Four. So majors, your our guy. Mm-hmm. So everybody can throw out their charisma, uh, and the hits will add to major's dice pool. Oh, wait. What's going on here? Cancel charisma. You got two. Holy crap. You got five. You're really on top of it. So what? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. For Ele- Dark Eleven <clears throat> added to my dice pool. Uh, the negotiation that I rolled was for your opponent. So that four is what oh, you're okay. going against. Uh, just should have had Boom Boom go in there. <laughs> you already yeah. did it. So yeah, it looks like Viper gave you two and Boom Boom gave you five. So seven dice to your as a modifier to your charisma. So when I click on charisma, it's asking me for an attribute. Yeah, just scroll down to none. We're just doing flat charisma. Okay. That would add charisma again. Oh, okay. That's why mine was so high. I was wondering why. Is I, I had scrolled down to charisma, so I should have only given three successes. Okay. Mm. Not five. And then so with three and two, you would add five so you you want to roll five dice or add the five modifier to your roll and roll again, Brandon. But you can just use that option to roll d6s and roll five because it looks like you only rolled your base charisma and not the teamwork bonus. So roll five d6? Yeah. Two hits there. All right. So uh, the result of that test is no extra boost as you guys relive this memory. Um, let's see. Where were we? That's the thing. I can't remember how much we actually were paid. I seem to remember <laughs> yeah, it being fairly low because we kept shadow Probably. running. It was yeah. just 10,000 new yen. I'll tell you this. It, it wasn't as much as it should have been considering 
that uh, yes. you're, you're too hot as a runner to do any work anymore. Yeah, really, mm-hmm. for some reason, 20,000 new yen sticks in my mind. That's probably what it was. Because I don't think I would have the enormity of what that type of run actually Yeah, at the time right. we didn't realize. Yeah, because yeah. it would have been suicide. But um, all right. So, all right. So the guys take the job. You know, Johnson gives them this extra gear. They verify the money's going to be there when they're done. Uh, and then this halo drop. So what? You guys, or not you guys, but mm. them. Yeah. You know, they're flown over from high altitude. Mm-hmm. And you think those runners actually jumped out of a plane at high altitude into Azzy territory? Yeah. Yeah, they did. It was a uh, dark Smog coverage uh, blotted out most of where their landings or their LZ was going to be. And uh, because Shadowrunners don't really halo drop too often, they were blown off course and landed on two separate buildings from what I heard. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the good first roll time I've ever been in a, in a, uh, a halo, let alone parachute. Yeah. We'll do uh, agility plus logic roll to determine how dark men ended up at the end of that halo drop all right uh agility no modifiers what was the other one logic yeah <laughs> dang <laughs> well, yeah, if i remember right he landed right on target though yeah 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 that makes sense <laughs> one of the yeah. one of the but very I... <laughs> few <laughs> I landed on target anyway. <laughs> well, not me. It's like, no, uh, one of them, their sniper, he landed on target, as was supposed to happen. That's a uh, real pro, yeah. High, yeah. Highest building. Gave him a good view of everything. Well, as I heard it, the team leader actually had, uh, had done quite a few halo drops in his time yeah. in the military. Only one. <laughs> so uh, it was no problem for him to, to go through with it anyways. Go ahead as, and roll that agility plus logic. So I just put so when click, you click agility, agility and say logic, on right? Drop down. Yeah. Guess I should see what the difficulty was going to be for that. So yeah, you both. So yeah, you you're you're basically telling the truth in that yeah. regard. So you as did. I understand it, he he landed right where he wanted to. I'll take another pull from my glass and then give a scowl at the orc gangers <laughs> making noise. Okay. Over to you, boom, boom. All right. You mind if I do my roll before I narrate? Yeah, go for it. Mm. All right. Mm. Mm. All right. <laughs> this looks like I might have so been lying. <laughs> so, yeah, just uh, they told me what I needed to do, and I just followed in the other people and, you know, did what they, they were doing and ended up where I was supposed to, apparently, you know, on top of a building. They all kind of look the same from above, but... You know, they told me I was in the right place. Right. So I'm going to do the same thing here. Wait. I seem to remember something from uh, from nice. the, the actual run where as I was, like, coming in to land on that top building, I started priming and just tossing grenades down into the, <laughs> down into the area between the buildings. Well, we can get to that to the next narration. <laughs> yeah. All right. Looks like Viper did pretty good. Go ahead, Viper. Yeah, as, uh, I I don't I don't remember uh, I don't remember landing on the same building as everybody else, but I guess I did. <laughs> no, um, yeah, as, uh, I, I don't think that uh, I don't think that everybody missed their mark. Um, there, uh, I know that it was 
it was a lot easier than I thought it was, or than, yeah, than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I would kind of figure. I mean, you're saying that it, it kind of didn't work out so well, but I feel like any mistake that would have happened would have been punished to the utmost by Azzy. So they could have had, this team had to make no mistakes. As so anyhow, what, what do you think happens when you get, I mean, what are we looking at? What are we looking at? So you land on these buildings, or these runners land on this mm -hmm. building. What you're going to have, let me think, let me think. I was putting this job together. What am I going to expect? You're going to have security, man security patrolling the roofs. You're going to have flying drones making circuits around this area, right? That must have been what they were facing initially before they started making noise. What do you think? Yeah, they had it. They had it on in spades, I'd say. Um, but <laughs> they didn't have AA guns pointed at runners, <laughs> and the smog coverage helped. So, yeah, they landed on that roof, no problem. I've seen the security footage of it. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And there was security, of course, but that's nothing that uh, some well-placed bullets can't handle. Bullets are the uh, one weakness of security personnel <laughs> the world over. And a lot of other things. So when did the shooting and, you start? Know, immediately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I remember right away. As soon as we, as soon as, as soon as they landed, they had to, uh, you know, one shot, one kill. They had to start taking, taking action. Action beats reaction, as, uh, as the, the leader always said. All right, so the team lands on the roof. You got security patrolling the rooftops. You got drones, and the teams the team starts shooting. Uh, how did it go from there, Major? So yeah, you can actually do your uh, firearms roll, or you know, make you can narrate an attack action basically into this, like how you Major would have opened up, and uh, see how they do. So what you want to do when you drop into a hostile location like that, you got to remember who you're up against. And, uh, you know, there's no time to try and get a surrender or to try and do it quietly or or to show any mercy. And I'm using my firearm skill. Yeah, if that's, or you, you could start with your rocket launcher if you want. <laughs> <laughs> While uh, Major's saying Here, this, me... that waitress comes over to ask if anybody needs more drinks. Was that that's a plot point? No, waitress oh. is fine. Not unless okay. he, he wants her to be a <laughs> assassin. An assassin. Yeah. So there's my firearm skill. I don't three hits. Yeah. What do you think? You took out the drones first, or the guys, or just who was closest? Yeah. Just uh, first target he found. He would have. He would have taken down. I mean, he he had professionals working with him, and he knew they would work on their targets, but. What you got to remember if you're ever in a situation like that is human, drone, it's all the same. They can send word back and bring more down on you. So, you know, it doesn't matter which, which you take out first. But even a light flying drone's going to have armor. Mm. Yeah, that's that's why you take armor penetrating, discarding Sabo rounds. But it probably didn't happen that way, right? Because this is AAA territory. They're probably fielding armor on those drones that the street's not aware of yet yeah and that's exactly what happened so you know that that leader took aim and and his aim was true but bullets bounce right off of that thing boom boom well 
you know, one thing that those those uh, fancy drones can't handle is old Bessie here, and I'll pat my giant <laughs> combat axe that's sitting <laughs> next to my seat. Like, well, he's knocking them out of the sky. I'm I'm finishing them off. Right. So, do my roll. Yep, go for it. If you guys have uh, wired reflexes, it allows you to attack twice. Oh, so, I... Brandon, you could probably do another roll out there as well. But go ahead, Justin. Mm. Do that. Uh, you have to roll the skill. You just oh. put your damage in there, which is fine. I may need it. Skill. Close, close combat, right? Yeah. Oof. All right. So this is the so uh, so majors. You know, lighten up targets goes from one to the next, mm. and that next one, the human soft target, he goes down for you, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, for boom, boom, you're you're gonna take care of that. Uh, drone with your axe, so we'll see how it does against your axe. Yeah, it's going slow for me. <laughs> um, what'd you roll? One? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that's not how it how it turned out. That's like what? He, okay. So the team leader has got some mil spec gear. He can't take the drones down. So you're telling me that you went in with an axe. And just started chopping them up like firewood. I don't believe it. I'm just telling you how I remember it. Viper, do you back that up? It's not at all how it happened. All right. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you the way that it went down. Is uh, when you're when you're packing around these uh, sweet, sweet Ares firearms. Is uh, that's how you take out a security drone. So Major's kind of got it right. Is yeah, we were all firing. As, uh, boom Boom didn't pull out the axe until later on. As, uh, as he's <laughs> mentioned before, he really enjoys his explosives. As for me, I, mean, I was having the time of my life. I was just firing away at, at uh, security drones and, and uh, corporate security. All right, roll your attacks out there. Remember, if you have a reaction-enhancing type shadow amp to do a couple of attacks... Nice. This is on the drone? Yeah. Yeah, well, I soften them up for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so in both cases, you're correct. That What were you opening up with there, Viper? So as uh, when I came out, I had this uh, Ares Alpha, right? As, uh, hit the ground, as, uh, do a quick roll. Struggled with that parachute a little bit, but as soon as I got that off, as it was game on. Is just uh, taking down drones and security left and right. Was, uh... <laughs> All right, yeah. So um, that's actually true by the rolls. I want to add a little detail for the people sitting at the bars. When you're hanging around with Viper, if you don't have your spam filters on, mm. it's tons of Aries related <laughs> advertisements coming your your way. <laughs> but yeah, you know. So imagine in your mind, you guys land. You know, you you have to deal with hardened armor from vehicles, you know, it's going about how you expect, but uh, as part of this negotiation, Viper had gotten some top-of-the-line Ares gear, and he's using a new assault rifle here, and he chews up, see how he does on that drone. So with that first hit, what's your damage with that? So it says six plus A, or am I looking? Oh, damage eight, eight physical. Okay, so you got uh, four or three net hits, so you did 11 on that first one. Let me up against that first drone chews through the armor just breaks it off starts 
doing some serious damage to the drone. It's sort of smoking and its flight pattern's a little shaky at this point. And then you hit it again with another eight, and it's it explodes in the in the air in front of you. Okay, so you're taking out what's on the roof. What's the next move? Like I said, expatriates said you're supposed to get to some sky bridge running between the uh, auxiliary buildings or on the as technology area and blow those sky high and then hold off the HTR response. That was the gist of the mission. So what's the next move? By the way, remember plot points can, if you have a good idea, you can use them to, you know, get an out of order narration. So it's not always on dark men. All right. Well, oh, do you want me to roll any weapons or anything like that? Or is it all good? Well, if it's part of your narration to make an attack, sure, you can. Or if you're trying to get into a different position, we could deal with that. It depends on what, what you're saying happens next. All right. Well, uh, corporations' weakness weaknesses are greed and vanity. And so as far as the greed goes, you'll be surprised when and where bulletproof glass stops on a corporate pyramid. Anything above... First, second floor, maybe even third floor is just standard glass. <laughs> and uh, the vanity part, they really like their open or their encased elevators. Mm. And so while they're sending in the HTR through these elevators, a majority of their travel is not protected by bulletproof glass. And armor piercing rounds really, really go through normal glass and the people inside elevators. So the HTR gets delayed slightly. Hmm. and allows easier access to the interior of the building for the team that was on the uh the a team, was it a building alpha building yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was on the alpha building uh the drones start swarming around that time though because that's what they're banking on anything that's above the bulletproof glass line anything that's above the fourth floor or so they're going to be sending the drones in that's why they got greeted with it but those were just the initial patrol drones now they're sending in the big stuff because they're losing too much. They hate paying out uh, residuals. <laughs> and they just started to see their bank account get drained. <laughs> so what was the team leader doing? Right. Well, this time, you know, uh, he's working with professionals, like you said before. So uh, he knows everybody's going to do the things they're supposed to do. So as, as it happens, there's another drone approaching over one of these sky bridges they're supposed to take out, which is a perfect opportunity for him to use his uh, multi-launch or his rocket launcher, take out both the drone and maybe damage the sky bridge. You said just one drone or was it two drones? Well, you know, he looks at one target at a time, but there were multiple drones approaching. Yeah, I think they would have come out in Paris from what I heard. Mm -hmm. So you can each have a plot point for adding these medium drones. <laughs> yeah, how do we... Just click on the circle at the very bottom. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can only have five, though. So if you have your max, then it just goes nowhere. Um, all right. So drones are flying in. Don't know how many there are. At least a couple. And what's what's Major doing? Well, he's going to shoot shoot him with a rocket launcher. <laughs> all right. Right. You know, he's a little miffed that his bullets bounced off that first drone. So now he's bringing out the big guns. I got and, a uh, really lucky roll with that. 
Well, so yeah, what can I do? Uh, you could use Edge to reroll all the the misses. Uh, Edge refreshes between game sessions, so you might as well burn it if you feel like doing it. Um, other than that, you could uh, use a say a plot point to let's see. I guess you could use if you if it missed, you could use a plot point to say like since it's a device, right? Basically, a drone. You could you could frag it, right? So you could you could cause something to to mess up, you know? Yeah. So me... you could be like, oh, well, our Johnson gave us some, you know, top of the line like EMP rockets. So even if you miss your your tar- your target, it's going to jam up their communications for a while, or or you know, it'll make them non functional for a little bit. Well, yeah. Let me do the. Uh, edge. So how do I do that? Uh, so click your edge bubble. So you used one point, and then since it's after the roll, you're just gonna use that d6 thing. Count up how many misses you had, and roll that many dice. Mm. So you need five hits to pass this drone's defense roll, which you got a pretty good roll. Yeah. So I get to roll six dice. Yeah. Okay. If you use it ahead of the roll, then it changes the hit to four, five, and six instead of five and six. Mm. Only one. <laughs> okay. What a rip off. So anyway, you know, I fired my rocket, but, you know, it's a long range and, you know, there's stuff in the way. It didn't have as much of an effect as I had hoped it would. But it or must as have he had hoped it would. Really got the fireworks going at that stage. Oh, yeah. That's a loud explosion. Boom, boom. That's where I start to shine is when the explosions start happening. <laughs> All right, so, so you got the couple drones out there. You still got some some meat bags walking around. What's going on? Well, I also know that more meat bags are going to be coming up. So right. I take it. I immediately sprint to where I see the staircase coming up and slap uh, a pack of C eight on the door <laughs> rig so that it'll blow when the door opens <laughs> and start moving away from there. Okay, and how did that turn out? I Not to jump ahead a little bit, but I'm kind of curious. Well, you know. <laughs> it exploded. Yeah, it exploded. <laughs> and it was, it, boom, was a, boom. it was a good boom, I guess. <laughs> well, like, you got uh, the demolitions, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I have explosives knowledge. I don't um, have a demolition skill. Right, yeah. So you knew how to set it up. So, uh, Like I told you, they gave us some primo explosives for this job i mean i was impressed with the with the quality of this stuff that they gave us i'm used to working with the homemade stuff so i probably used a bit more than i needed and ended up blowing out a good chunk of that side of the building (laughs) yeah so with the knowledge skill types it just works right it assumes that you know the answer to it you know how to set up the the explosive so yeah it would have the intended effect and you take that out as a Oh, entry point for enemies, basically. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'll uh, use a plot point for the um, double move. Okay. Uh, to move up, take care of it, and then get away get from away there from before okay. anything happens. All right, Viper. So the bell's rung, so to speak. A rocket explodes, even though hey, it misses. Can I, can I yeah. add something to Major's using a plot point? Sure. So what, what Major didn't realize is that uh, one of those... Uh, response teams was a little bit uh, closer to the top than anybody anticipated, and they were crossing that sky, sky bridge at the time, and I saw it all. So you may have missed those drones, but man, did that HRT uh, team pay for it. 
So you're giving him is another... In the uh, rocket. Yeah, the rocket uh, exploding into the sky bridge and taking out uh, some some of the uh, HRT. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, the ones that I couldn't see? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with, we can do that with, uh, with a plot point there. Yeah. So Which was intentional. Away. Uh, you just click on, like, if the bubble's colored in. I think the, the way the character it. sheet works is you're counting it up, right? Yeah. So but you can count it down. What, whatever okay. helps you keep track of it, you know, let's use the honor system. Um, let, so I'm going to reset see. it because I had one. Okay, so we have a gaggle of HRT in this place that it impacted. And it, what was your old role there, Brandon? Heavy weapons two? So, yeah, you do yeah, that. Yeah, but it um, is extra, right? So three because of my edge. Oh, right, your edge, yeah. right. All right, so what's the damage on that? That damage is 12p. Mm. Mm -hmm. So you did 13. So, uh, yeah, you know that that attack for HRT, you basically, these guys come in wearing armor. They're expected to serve, you know stand next to at least one grenade and walk away from it. You know, So that's kind of what happens is you shred basically what they're wearing and a few of them are on fire now and they're like trying to put themselves out but you know that in time they'll regroup regroup anyhow viper you can finish up your narration or weave that into it okay so yeah as uh the explosion goes off as uh inside that sky bridge after that rocket goes through the glass as uh you know unfortunately that's our target so call that to boom boom and we started making our way over there okay so as yeah, there's still a couple uh, meat bags running around up here, so uh, you know that I'm not going to miss my opportunity to let loose with this Ares Alpha again. All right, roll it out. Okay, with both of those hits on one target, you safely uh, evaporate a guy. You can finish <laughs> that narration there, Viper. So run up, take cover behind one of these, uh, yeah, what are they, the... Uh, yeah, you got like uh, yeah, like ventilation units are on the top. Yeah, there. and uh, pop over a couple quick bursts, make short work of that guy. Nice, sounds pretty good. But here's the thing: I don't get if that's what happens. Just drones, just people. Is this really the big A we're talking about? I mean, blood this... magic. They at least had to have had spirit there, right? That had to be the next response. Drones, the guys that were already there. HTR on the way. Spirits are fast too. I'm gonna use a plot point to add a spirit to the to the scene. So let's do do spirit of fire. All right, I can just see it now. Team's getting ready to split off a little bit, work on their separate things. But then you see the air shimmer, and there it is, spirit of fire, right in the midst of you. What'd you do, dark man? Can I use a plot point to change the spirit? Sure. All right. Yeah, that's where you're wrong. It wasn't fire spirit. <laughs> it's Aztec. It's blood. Oh man, <laughs> greater too, from what I hear. Uh, <laughs> I'm making it greater. Glad thing we thought of uh, some magic defense during this run. But we were, we were uh, team one, and we were Charlie. Uh, I don't any of this lingo. I don't know. Blah blah. Disclaimer. Um, <laughs> Delta team was our magic guys. Hmm. Was so, their magic guys? So were you back? Were you backed up? Did they have, give you guys access to anything? Any Overwatch? Oh yeah, 
they made sure that most of the spirits were heading that way to begin with. They were causing, a, apparently they were causing a, quite a ruckus in the astral. So, if I'm getting this right, you guys watch a blood spirit up here. And then it's, what, taken off after this big astral signature on the horizon from another team? Or did it threaten you guys? You want me to keep going, or is it Brandon? go ahead, Major. Oh, right. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I didn't even notice the spirit. (laughs) But it is there. I heard about it afterwards, but I was focused on that sky bridge. I don't know. I have to tell you when it's my turn. That spirit's going to be wreaking some havoc, though. (laughs) (laughs) So Major doesn't notice the spirit. Boom Boom set up this thing. You guys are splitting off to do something. So what is that? What is that for the team leader? What's he going to do? Next mission. Right. Well, we still have the people coming across that sky bridge. And right. it still has to go down. Right. So those are the... Uh, yeah. And the, Viper downed one of them. Mm-hmm. So there's another guy coming. Yeah. How'd that end up for him? Well, uh, not very well because I still had my... Or he's the leader still had his rocket launcher out, and he moved into position where he would he'd be shooting at an angle, and uh, and he fired straight down that sky bridge right at the what there were drones in there still is that what I'm seeing here? Yes. Yeah. So fired right at the lead drone there with his rocket launcher. Oh, lead drone. Okay. Go ahead and make your roll. Oh, what is going on? All right, so does it automatically add the plus one die for my smart link? No, you have to add that in there when the modifier is prompt. Oh, it didn't prompt me for a modifier. Oh, uh, you might have turned off. There's a little toggle that's a question mark in a circle. If you have that on, then it's going to ask for modifiers. If you didn't get your plus one, you can just roll an additional dice and see how that comes up. Okay. But it wouldn't matter anyways, because the the armor on the drone, he got an eight. He got eight hits. So how does that play out for your first attack there, Major? Uh, Right. So, uh, you know, he fired that rocket down there, but the armor is just too thick. So, uh, you know, it exploded but didn't do much damage. But luckily, um, you know, some nearby flammable materials caught caught fire and smoke started filling the sky bridge so they couldn't see uh anything outside that area that means you guys couldn't see past that way either or the well, team i like to switch in tenses all the time yeah the, i went uh, no anyhow major <laughs> sorry go ahead the the team lead had cyber eyes and hmm. so he was able to use his thermal vision oh boom, boom. so we've heard <laughs> Well, you see, there's, there's a fundamental reality that, you know, if you take a, whether it's a person or a thing, and you blow it into tiny pieces, it's no longer a problem for you anymore. <laughs> so that last security guard, like, I don't know anything about these spirits and stuff. I saw it pop up. I knew that it's probably going to kill me, but I don't have anything to fight against it with. So I, I start tossing some grenades at that corporate security guard that was left up there. All right. Roll it out. All right. <sighs> That would be the projectiles for throwing that, right? Yes. Everything that is not shooting a gun, but is thrown or shot from a bow. And does that count with my wired reflexes for the plus one attack? I think it only says firearms or heavy weapons, right? Wired reflexes just says plus one attack. Oh, the plus one attack means you can do it twice. Basically, uh, 
Oh, okay. Per narration, you have one attack by default. Attack is defined as something that does harm to a okay. person or an object. Right. So I'll throw two grenades yeah. at this guy. Oh, man, okay. I kept forgetting about that. Um, it's all right. I've forgotten to attack with some of these things out here, so it's a wash. All right, so that's the first one. <laughs> I look forward to the second grenade. <laughs> <In this one. laughs> I'm actually a, a, what is it, a Shedham. <laughs> so, yeah, two grenades tossed towards that guy. Looks like they both did their intended thing. Yeah. How much, what kind of grenades were those? What was the damage on them? Oh, they give me like some pretty decent high explosive grenades. Uh, frag grenades. Uh, so, yeah. Dang. Twelve. Like I said, you know, if they give me the choice of any equipment I want, I'm going to go for the big boom booms. So two grenades roll at this guy's feet and yeah. it go up. What happens to a human body when that, there must be nothing left. Because this well, isn't the HTR we're talking about where they might live through one because they got mil-spec armor. This yeah. is the regular guy patrolling the roof. Like you know? I said, you reduce a problem <laughs> down to little pieces and it's no longer a problem. Instead so. of a noun, he became nouns. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, of course, you know, we got sprayed with a little bit of this, this uh, goo, but, you know, that's just what happens in that line right. of work. Viper. So, the blood spirit, as I, I remember that. I've <laughs> never seen anything like it in my life. As uh, I'll tell you, looking at that thing, as I've also never been more scared in my life. So, as they all they have a ability of fear. As I don't know if you have a sheet for it. No, I got to make up the the blood spirit stuff as we go. But uh, yeah, no, they I do have you're a fear right. ability though. Yeah. If you want to hit that blood spirit, wake up, Brandon's worst nightmare and like fear fear effects. <laughs> 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 All right, let's see. Well, we'll just go with... Um, I don't have a spirit that had the fear one ready right here, so I'm just going to do this roll. So Would it be willpower, logic, or willpower? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Willpower and logic. Plus, I think we got Overwatch in there, too. Like yeah, spirit and we'll give you a bonus uh, two, two dice. So do willpower plus logic plus two. For your Overwatch, you can roll two dice. Uh, there's a dice icon uh, up by the. Uh... So Viper got a three versus five. This is hitting all you guys, by the way. All right. So willpower plus logic plus two. Like I said, I believe never been one of you guys has a, in my life a phobia of spirits. Is that you, Viper? <laughs> uh, where do I see that? Oh, yeah, it is in your quality. So I yeah. get a negative two. So re disregard that one. <laughs> Although everybody should have a fear of blood, a phobia yeah. of blood spirits. Yeah. Just willpower and logic, you say? Plus two, yeah. And then Justin got three. Do you want me to roll two? Yeah. All right. Um, what was it? One modifier? Right. Two modifier. Two modifier. Willpower and logic? Yep. Oh, got to do them separately? No, you, when you hit willpower or logic it'll ask you what the modifier is and then it'll ask you if you want to add an attribute to it gotcha was it we need five yeah okay now how do i re-roll with edge uh so just mark off that you used edge count up how many dice were misses on that roll like if you hover over your your four it'll show you a spread of your dice okay. and so you can see how many didn't roll five or above uh 
Yeah, I'm going to do the same. And then those go on to your total hits. The ones that you re-roll that come up hits. All right. Yeah, I'll do the same. Uh, one, two. An additional four. So none on the input uh, value because it's just re-rolling edge, right? Um, like I put in how many misses it was and then there's no other secondary. Right, okay. Right. Oh, does it work that way? All right. Okay. So nine total. All right. So, uh, Viper, you can conclude your narration based off of those roles, how everybody uh, acted. Uh, we'll say it's a, it's a role playing thing. It's just going to be a modifier against you. The difference between your hits and its hits for those that rolled mm. less. So Viper and, and, uh, boom, boom. Yeah. Before I finish that, I'll, I'll, uh, down whatever drinks in front of me and, <laughs> and uh, call out for a new one. Says, I'm, Hey, I, I've been through a lot of stuff, but those spirits, those spirits, they scare me. And, uh, you know, I saw that, and uh, even as professional as you want to be, as I ran. And that's what my my action will be, is just uh, full speed towards uh, <laughs> as far away from that thing as I can. So this blood spirit pops in, does its thing... Half the crew's shaking. One's running. I don't blame you. I want to run when I hear about blood spirits. Uh, and that's where we're at. All right. So Fixer Travis sitting there. And uh, you see, because some of you guys with the knowledge have have somebody tapped into his pan and monitoring and going out information. You know, an alert comes in. And the gist of it is that uh, a team is interested in the job he's offering, right? So he kind of responds to that, and he's like, oh, we're going to have to put a cap on this soon, guys. Uh, sorry to rush you here, but uh, everything we're talking about, we've seen the footage of, right? You know, we have the the fight on the rooftops. You know, I think you guys were pinned in the stairwell for a little while. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a helicopter, crazy crashing helicopter. Unfortunately, it didn't actually impact against anything. <laughs> despite what some people might say besides the ground. And, uh, and yeah, so we've seen all that. What I'm interested in is at some point that drone footage, we don't have it. It's lost crash 2.0. Nobody knows what happens beyond that. So we got this blood spirit out there. What's this the way I've heard him described? It's a swirling red mist where faces seem to swim and shift within that mass but that seems to get contained, at least in the footage, for a little while by this magical overwatch you guys have. So what I need is the new information, what nobody else knows except the old timers on the street. What happened once they got out of that stairwell, once they got off that roof, they're getting close to their extract, which means, according to Expatriate, the great wise sage of the street, they had to make it to Building 5 for extract. But you know what he told me? When they were going through Building 5, they came across something there with the blood spirit hot on their heels that they didn't expect to find. Something that nobody would think would be in Building 5. They think something like that would be underneath the Technology Pyramid itself. <laughs> and with this being the big A, I can only imagine what that would be. What, do you th what happened in Building 5, Dark Man? Do you know? Or... My contact said, <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man. Well, maybe just set the scene, you know? What was in there? What was in that hallway they were going through? I don't know. Seemed like a it was a mix of things, but there's always something beyond what we think of as standard HTR in a corporation. Uh, all I know is that uh, the person I was talking to shot it, <laughs> and it didn't go down. Mm. Uh, based on its looks, he theorized. <laughs> uh, oh man, what? what? Well, I heard. Uh, uh, I'll <clears> use <throat> one of my plot points uh, here. I heard to, to add to your thing. I've heard long whispered that they have an elite team. I mean, you know about the Jaguars. This is Wildcats. Like, uh, Wildcats is the Sioux Nation, yeah. right? Uh, Jaguars is like the Wildcats, but for Azzy. But even beyond that, because remember, Azzy always deals in blood. They have a group they call the Blood Panthers. <laughs> Fixer Travis leans in real close. Vampires. I was going that way anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, so your guy shoots it. Doesn't flinch. Doesn't go down. Team lead. What the team lead do? He shot it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get the attack rolls from you two. <coughs> and remember, Brandon, you got two of them. All right. Blood Panther. Modifier. Blood Spirit lurking in the background. Hmm. All right, so I'll go without any of my amps for the Cyberlink stuff. See if I get any. And then I'll add the EX rounds on damage. Oh, that's right. I can re-roll on... Yeah, misses. Let's see. Two? Yeah, I'll re-roll two dice that were misses. Does that use anything? Or is it just I can only use the one on the roll? So... It always applies if it meets the conditions of the roll. You're talking about the uh, indomitable. indomitable. Yeah. yeah. So every time you shoot your gun, you get to re-roll two misses. Unless okay. there are no misses, in which case it wouldn't apply. How did I get three on a two? I don't know how that works. That is interesting. It has a plus two to it. Mm. I put it was zero, and I erased that and put two. I don't know. I know a lot of times mm. these character sheets have some flaws to them. Yeah, because it shows that you rolled some zeros, which you shouldn't be able to do. Uh, yeah, so... Rolling a lot more, too. I don't know. <laughs> we'll go with it, though. Three's fine. It's <laughs> only one more than you could have gotten, potentially. And that adds to your... What'd you roll? Five? So you got a seven, which is fine. Makes it true, because the Blood Panther's defense was a nine. Oh, dang. So go ahead with your rolls, Major. Looks like you got both yeah. twos. Yeah, both twos. All right, so yeah, it's exactly as Darkman said. This thing didn't go down, but you can you can illuminate that based off the rules. And yeah, so you know he kept shooting, uh, but those bullets just did nothing to those vampires. So how'd you get past it? <laughs> well, as it turns out, there were a lot of other things as technology were doing in there. And this time, one of them got loose. Yeah, because you see, as we're working our way through the building, you know, I'm just doing my thing. I, I'm just tossing grenades in all these labs and all these, uh, all these, you know, just blowing, blowing stuff up, just fragging whatever I can. Well, apparently, one of the things that I threw in there uh, was holding something uh, mm. that uh, apparently resented being held, and so when it got out, it didn't come after us. It it went for Aztec blood. Was it a genetically modified hellhound? 
Can I insert one? <laughs> sure. Plot point. It Plot would cost point, you, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a good one from uh, genetically engineered Bandersnatch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what they are? <laughs> no. What is a Bandersnatch? I believe it's a Sasquatch infected with uh, a <laughs> metahuman <laughs> vampiric <laughs> virus and completely okay. invisible to the naked eye. All right. <laughs> like, so... So, like, this thing comes charging out of a room that I just tossed a frag grenade into. I'm thinking nothing should have been able to survive that in there. But, you know, it came out with not without a scratch on it. Right. Looked at us. Looked at uh, <laughs> looked at this uh, Aztec-y super enemy Team. thing that uh, took two shots without going down. And it just charged it. So, it started something you guys can't see. Starts laying into this blood panther. You hear it though, right? Well, I, I, yeah, I can see. Thermal, I can right. see things like coming through the smoke. Troll, and I, I yeah, forget. Like, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> I need my modifier thing on. Let's try this again. Besides, I got like an entire bag full of these frag grenades. I got to use them before the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. So you can see it starts laying into the blood panther, but it's still not enough to get past this thing's lightning quick, right? So you yeah. can you can finish up your narration with that or pass it on to Viper. So like I got like I just need to get past this thing. So, you know, I, I But it does distract it. Uh, yeah. So I, I you know, as I'm trying to run past, you know, it turns to look at me, I take one shot with my shotgun. Viper? Yeah, let me do my Oh your shot. That's right. My shotgun. <clears throat> Alright, so firearms uh Plus one attack. Or, yeah, take a couple shots at it. So, yeah. One. Roll a new defense. <laughs> no hits. Two firearms. Although, um. Edge that. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, I can reroll three dice on an agility roll. So, on that second one, I'll reroll uh, my three. three. Three of my agility. So, D6. So, one more hit. Okay, which is enough to make that second hit and, uh, impact on. The, yeah, then I'll use an edge. Well, can I use an edge to make one extra hit? You can't buy a hit with edge. You can re-roll failed hits. So if you want to do your other shot, the first one. Yeah, I'll. You can re-roll the whole roll basically. Yeah, because you got no hits. Yeah, I'll re-roll that whole thing. And what was the damage on this one? Um, that is my go away pop up. Uh, Defiance T250 shotgun. Nice. So, and then it has a modifier minus two near, but as I figure I'm running past this thing, right. just taking shots to try and keep it off me. Okay, so yeah, the combination of of all the fire from uh, Dark Man and Major and then this invisible genetically modified Bandersnatch attacking it, uh, it puts it off its guard enough that your hits actually impact, but do not drop the enemy. So we'll, we'll pass it over to Viper. You can take it from there. Yeah, so there's all this, all these explosions, smoke swirling around. You got the, uh, the blood spirit coming through. Uh, it was pure chaos. And then on top of it, you got this thing in front of us that just moves like, you know, like lightning. I've never seen something move that fast. And then, out of the mist, something comes and tries to attack it. Well, even as scared as I was, 
because I've never been one to shy away from from a fight. As I pulled out the good old, uh, and I'll I'll pat my uh, shoulder or my uh, side there where I've got it secured. So I pulled out the uh, the good old Ares Viper and started to go to work. Is uh, just let loose on it. Okay. Dang. All right. So that's combined with feet. the damage that Boom Boom did, and your uh, Viper does stun damage, or, or is no, it? No, it's Flechette. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Flechette. All right. So yeah, combined with Boom Boom's damage, it does appear to drop the Blood Panther. Uh, so I ran right up to it, as put two into the back of it, and then kept running for my life. Okay. So you guys down the Blood Panther. That blood spirit has been kind of hounding you through this building. You're trying to make it to the top for ex- extraction. You guys move past Bandersnatch rages off somewhere against something. But that's not it, right? I mean, this is a vampire we're talking about. They popped back up at the end of their turn. <laughs> <laughs> in third edition. <laughs> right. <laughs> and in this game, too. <laughs> so, yeah, it's their little groggy at first, but you see him just you know, start getting up, but you guys have moved past. Did you leave him, Dark Man? Or finish the job as much as you can? Hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Something gets up, you gotta try to put it down. You don't really have too much time to think out there. Uh, And unfortunately, uh, people in our line of work aren't really too hot on their toes. Something keeps moving, you keep blasting until it stops or you run out. So, uh, another one? Yeah. All right. Uh, no modifiers. There's six plus the smart link. Oh, uh, plus one. Oh, Let's see if it does it correct. Modif- Wait a sec. Modifiers submit. Okay, I see what I did wrong. No. Then I'll re-roll misses. Ah. <laughs> You know, they have when you set up these macros, a way of sorting. Like, if you look at my defense ones, I sort them. I do not know why they didn't do it on the character sheet. But they don't do it a lot for Shadowrun character sheets. Ah, dang. Two. Two. So, eight total. And they got a four. So, yeah, tried to get back up, but uh, you put it back down again. So, (laughs) you got to... Vampires ain't like in the movies. Crosses, holy water, sometimes it messes with them. But uh, at the end of the day, you you take their head off. It works. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So you want damage? Uh, No, I've got it factored. What is it? They didn't have many bubbles, right? But you Mm. had a plus four on top of it, so I figured it. Yeah, nine physical. Yeah. So you went, you know, like five bubbles beyond its physical track. Um yeah, so Dark Man finishes up the job. You guys are still making it up there. But here's what's in my mind for the team lead, is you had to be wondering what do they got in here? Is there pay data that that team grabbed on their way up, do you think? I mean, we got an experimental bandersnatch. We got the elite of the elite in building five. There had to be something worth grabbing. Do you think the team saw anything like that? Can I put out a idea? Don't have to go. It was all a pin test to see their response for something else. Oh, okay. Because, you know, like, we've already stated, like, we were kind of sacrificed 
not sacrifice, you know, like we were going to possibly get out, but we didn't know that going in. Yeah. I think it was just to see all their response. Mm. You don't got to go with that though. But. Uh, all right. So let me, let me th- so. So yeah, to reestablish, you got this building five, you were supposed to get to the roof of, has a bunch of wacky dreck in it. Mm-hmm. You guys are making your way up and any shadow runner that's been on the street for a long time when they see some weird stuff. Maybe there's some pay data around, you know, like the, oh, research, the research on whatever they're doing here. You get that. That's a little extra cheddar at the end of the job if you sell it to the right people, you know. Yeah. Uh, and as it turned out, that that was true. Uh, the team lead was interested in getting out of there alive. But as it happens, they came across what they needed when they uh, burst through a, a room and uh, in in there they saw uh, uh, terminals and uh, a sort of a pedestal where they had this abomination. It's the most disgusting thing he'd ever seen in his life. It looked like they tried to build a uh, a person, or a, they put way too much cyberware in a person. <laughs> way too much cyberware. And uh, so this thing's up on this pedestal, restrained somehow, but I could tell it was awake, even though there's no way it should have been. But that's where we had the opportunity to download some some pay data, since we're running through that room anyways. But how does a bunch of meatheads do that? You guys don't have a decker with you, or even a rigger? Viper. Hey, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I threw but, a grenade you know, at it, picked up no, the pieces. Yeah, yeah. Major's <laughs> the one that, that does all that. I, I'm just going, going down and uh, continuing to blow stuff up. But, you know, I, I tossed a grenade in, into one of the rooms, and, you know, uh, when it, the explosion happens, out comes like this, uh, this deck. And so I'm like, you know, I might as well grab it. It might be worth a few million. <laughs> so on our way out, that's that's kind of what I, I, I do. I just grab it as we run. So Boom Boom grabs a partially charged cyber deck. Yeah, can I do a narration out of sequence? Yeah, for a plot point, yeah. So what Boom Boom didn't see when he threw that grenade is that there was a wage slave working there that got disintegrated. <laughs> It happens. And, and his cyber deck is what Boom Boom picked up. Okay. Sheer stupid luck. And that had what he was working on, right? Mm. Is that what I'm getting? Yeah, as it turned out. So Viper, what this thing that, that the team found, what, what happened with that? Because it was just laying there partially awake, inert at the moment, not really a threat. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it it looked like it was a work in progress, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you had a lot of cyberware attached, and I, I mean a lot, more than I've ever seen on something before, but not all of it was attached. As uh, So while Boom Boom's busy blowing up wage, slave, <laughs> wage slaves and uh, grabbing burnt-up uh, cyber decks, and I managed to get myself uh, a couple pieces of some experimental cyberware. So, you got HMHVV infected things in this building and experimental cyberware. What do you think they were doing? What do those two things make? But anyhow, the team got it. They probably didn't make sense of it right then. You guys make it the rest of the way at the stairwell, but that blood spirit finally makes its presence known, comes in the stairwell. The thing I heard about them is when they get close to you, they just start sapping your life force. 
Is that what happened, Dark Man? Or how did you resist that, I should say? Well, I'm not in the stairwell. <laughs> From what I heard, the sniper had no problem. He was fighting off drones the okay. whole time. They're trying to pin him down. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this effect started going off. Dark Man's up there covering. He was already in position to get out. Let me roll it one sec here. So, yeah, you guys would just need a spell defense, but we'll finish up Dark Man's uh, narration first before we go on. Can I add a narration out of sequence? Yes. I think I remember hearing that that's when uh, the sniper saw the mage who had brought this spirit. I was controlling him. <laughs> and was controlling him. All right. So, yeah, Azzy Mage pinpointed them by the, the way they dress, right? Anyhow, Dark Man, what'd you do? <laughs> Hanging back away from the HRT team, uh, thinking he was being sneaky, trying to avoid uh, bullets from Alpha Team, or Charlie, whatever. I forget what I call it. Uh, thing about mages is they really go down a whole lot easier than vampires. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Most of the time. See if that's true. He got three hits on his defense roll against your. All right. Don't forget uh, all those modifiers. Two, three. I'll re-roll misses because might as well. One, two, three. I get. There's like one, two, three. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Uh, three. Edge. Uh, ten. Value none. So seven in total. Nice. Well, yeah. that's what's the damage? Because what is your ranger arms? Uh, nine physical. Yeah. So another four on top of that. So 13 physical. Yeah. So he's unarmored. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much choose through his 10 boxes of physical track. Just make his head a mist that reminds you of the blood spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Armor penetrating rounds turn soft targets into mist, and that's exactly what happened to that mage. I, well, he sh hopefully he kissed his wife goodbye that morning. But you never expect Shadowrunners to come in start wrecking stuff. <laughs> All right, Major. So the spirit was about to do that thing. We know that Dark Man vaporized the mage, and what happened to the spirit? Well, I didn't know at the time because I knew less than nothing about spirits but it started acting all crazy flying this way and that i figured it was scared of us and uh so we're in the stairwell and uh it just shot straight up the pipe not sure where it was headed uh can i interject plot point mm. yeah we when it went shooting up there all of a sudden we start hearing this screaming it, like it wasn't just like one or two people. Like it was a whole bunch of people. Like all of a sudden, like I've never heard terror like that. And I, you know, I've, in, I've, you know, given my fair share of, of terror, but yeah, this was something on a whole other level. And yeah, these screams. Yeah. That's something I, I don't think I'll ever forget, man. <laughs> okay. Viper. Yeah. So, I wasn't really expecting uh, that spirit to pop up like that and just and just take off and I, the the noise was was pretty terrible. But uh, yeah, what what I remember the most is coming up the uh, the hallway 
from the way we had just come. And, uh, yeah, these look like mages, but, uh, yeah, not your normal Aztec mages, right? As, uh, these were, you could tell these were some highly trained mages. Do you know which ones I'm talking about? Hmm, no, I never heard of them. Uh, the blood daggers, the <laughs> secret unit of blood mages that Aztec employs. <laughs> and they appeared there? Yeah, That's they just the came out point, the hallway. Viper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so some you got your blood panthers, you got your experimental bandersnatches, cyber zombies. Maybe they're doing this HMHVV sort of cyber technology fusion that is ordinarily not possible, and then they have a group of blood daggers there. So that's the end of the story, right? You guys all die. Yeah. No more. Don't have to worry about it. Enters the legend of great runs, but that's how it had to end, right? <laughs> well, you is think it my turn? That, or, yeah. But. Okay. Well, we made it. Well, not we, but they made it out. The team of twenty-four offsite deckers that were hired to run <laughs> uh, to breach security and make sure that the AA guns and all that stuff were shut down. They did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I heard us uh, expatriate again, you know, he said that the last thing you did before you made it the roof is there's a lot of structural damage, right? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> drones, you know, that were flying and impact helicopters, grenades, boom, boom, was here. Uh, you know, you were making it up that stairwell, getting to the roof. There was a part you had to leap. Is that true? Or is expatriate just full of dreck? No, he was telling the truth. And uh, uh, we did. We did have to make... Uh, a longer jump than I would try sober. I'll tell you that. Uh, but that's that's the choice that faced us. Now, luckily, because of all the structural damage, there were a lot of cables sticking out of the walls, and uh, some of those provided a, a nice little uh, handhold for us to swing across. Okay, let's do strength agility test for you, Major. Three hits. I don't think you made it across, though, did you, Major? <laughs> no. No, as it turns out, I didn't. Uh, the cable was slipperier, slipperier than I anticipated, and uh, I didn't have good footing when I took the leap. Because so. of all the gore that was on it. <laughs> yeah. Can I uh, interject here? <laughs> For a plot point? Yep. Yeah. So as I, I saw Major uh, run up and grab this cable and start going across, and he started slipping. Well, that's when I knew I had to make my move. I ran as fast as I could, grabbed another cable right behind him, and grabbed his arm before he slipped off completely. All right, we'll do the same agility strength for... Yeah, and, we'll use that same challenge I'll, uh, to do that. Re, I'll re-roll uh, using the edge as well. You can save the edge. You got okay. it with four. So, yeah, uh, go ahead. Finish up the narration. Yeah, so he's, he starts to slip and grab him, grab his arm just in the nick of time. We swing over, uh, release him onto the ne the next roof, and fall over myself. Wow, I like that. That's some real 80s action hero stuff. I could see the muscular forearms <laughs> clasping just before Major goes down the hole. Uh, anyhow, I think it goes to Boom Boom because that was an interjection. <laughs> All right. So at this point, you know, I've been tossing these grenades as fast as I can, but I still got a half a backpack full of them. 
And we're almost done. So I just, you know, prime one last thing, toss it down the stairwell and start running. Well, as it goes off, I'm making my jump and I just feel this, this like really satisfying concussion hit me from behind as I go, as I'm making my jump. Concussions are always fun. That's how Boom Boom puts himself to bed every night. Yeah. Tosses a grenade behind him and lets the blast fling him into bed. Um, so athletics? Yeah. All right. And this is also why you never heard of the blood or the uh, blood daggers after this. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm also going to use edge with this as well. So so. yeah, if you toggle it on, it should automatically pick up fours as hits. All right. How do you toggle it on? um, uh, All those little buttons in the character sheet. The edge edge one. There it is. Yeah, that's a little sort of like a caution thing, and only three. I've only got uh, two athletics, although it should add in my agility, and I can use... Oh, you add? Go ahead. I will also use one of my plot points to uh, use uh, get rid of the cooldown on my cyber arms and re-roll three agility dice. Okay. Uh, six, three. Nice. Oh, two more hits. So, yeah. Nice. Made it. Hits. So yeah, that that concussion just managed to to just throw me over to the next building. It was a really satisfying boom, like one of the ones that <laughs> sticks in your mind years later. All right, so I think what your interjection basically gives you a, an extra one in between those two vipers. So you guys made it past that structural damage. You're on the roof. What was the extraction like? Yeah, so we're. And after that last boom-boom explosion, we were all pretty banged up. As, uh, we knew our goal was in sight. We you know, see the uh, see the uh, a halo or a uh, helicopter coming in. Is uh, flying real low with some lines hanging out. As, uh, we knew that we'd have to get in and up those lines, get up real fast. So Fixer Travis sort of leans back and he's like, "Woo!" <laughs> that. Is one hell of a story. I can't b- believe you guys made it out of that. Or, you know, the team made it out of that. Not you guys. Hmm. No. Yeah. Um, but, and at this point, since uh, Darkman had the highest perception, he gets a message from one of your contacts that informs you that this guy has strong ties to Aztecnology. And that sort of alert pops up in your thing. And he's like, but, you know, that couldn't have been the end of the story. As technology, as I've mentioned, deals in blood. And blood doesn't forget, now do they? You don't think those guys just walked off the scene and went and settled into the, you know, rode off in the sunset, had a nice retirement, right? As he had to send some people after him, Dark Man. I hear, fortunately enough, that they uh, made good friends with some people at uh, Ares. And uh, Ares also likes to deal in blood I see some uncertainty cross his face it'd be me it'd be very unfortunate for them yeah anyone a corporate wars once again corporations only fear two things or worry about two things greed and vanity and corporate roars cost a lot of money <laughs> so to help facilitate the rest of your guys narration as a long-running unit it's probably already been signaled to you that this guy 
has ties to Azzy by Darkman, right? So mm-hmm. as we're going around the table, you know, maybe you knew that coming in here, you can spend a plot point to do what's called a flashback. So maybe those gangers aren't just any gangers sitting in the corner. Maybe those are your gangers. Could be. It's worth, they were it's worth a plot be, point. Uh, Aztec but gangers. They could be. Ideas like that as we go around. But you can finish up yours, Darkman, and then we'll pass it to Major. Dude, like, what can I do with a plot point? <laughs> uh, you can shoot it out there and we'll see if it works, but it's pretty open-ended. Ah, uh, nah, I'll let it go for now. Maybe I'll interject <laughs> if he doesn't back down. Okay. <laughs> so that's you, Major. So yeah, you've gotten this alert uh, via your pan or maybe subvocal communication that this guy works for Azzy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so yeah, I'll, I'll play it. Play it, play it cool then, but based off of the last thing he said about how um, people must have been sent after him, so then I'll say, well, you know, these were professional shadow runners, and uh, that wasn't the only corporation they've ever done work against. And uh, I have it on good authority that a couple of the other ones did did try to get revenge, and uh, you know, after they counted up all the missing body parts and the destroyed corp corporate property i guess they decided it just wasn't worth the cost so yeah boom boom's a little less subtle <laughs> and he has a trait that makes him prone to violence so he's gonna stand up he's like you're an azzy you're a goddamn azzy and he's gonna pick up old bessie <laughs> what are you doing here this is it your last chance to speak the truth all right so as i said he had that bit of uncertainty fl- uh across his face he doesn't seem too alarmed at your display yet uh unless you want to actually make it like an intimidate or something like that uh no. but he just kind of sits quietly in his chair and he's waiting for viper to finish up his round of narration <laughs> okay <laughs> now wait a minute <laughs> this person has to say what's happening so yeah i'll i'll uh finish off the next drink and uh as if <laughs> I don't know if you'll allow this. So with the uh, uh, my last plot point, was I'll, I'll reach out and start scratching something at the air right about uh, probably below chest level for uh, the troll, which is that uh, experimental bandersnatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can do that. It costs you a plot point, so, of course, if you got some left. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> I say, well... Maybe that uh, that cyber tech wasn't all I took out of uh, that Aztec <laughs> Building Five. <laughs> I'll give him a, just a, a shit-eating grin. All right, so he sits back, you know, kind of puts his hands behind his head, and he's like, well, "Okay, well, I was surprised to see you guys come back in town. I thought it might be a good opportunity to make good on a an old contract that's been out there, but I can see when I'm outmatched, so." How you guys want to play it? What happens? We save this for another day, go our separate ways. No saving for another day. You walk away and you never show your face. Here's the problem. That vampire you put down, that wasn't just a vampire. That was my sister. <laughs> and I have a hard time walking away from that. But I'm, I'm gonna, not going to leave it in my hands. It's ooh, you guys. Plot point. <laughs> okay. I'll send him a link to a live feed. Okay, (laughs) and the live feed is like uh, it's like multiple, right? It's like split up, like a a spider's running it. Okay, right. 
um is that the right term for like yeah. a decor yeah yeah for the, uh the it's for the riggers that control like the security system of a building right yeah that would be a spider okay. so we're gonna say that this is so inside aztec technology somewhere not not maybe seattle but wherever this guy's from right and all the feeds are showing the entirety of his family and friends <laughs> that are working <laughs> currently in in as technology <laughs> okay you want to add something to that major um might as well just keep you know yeah this just is a good keep theme. going uh, Viper's got the bandage <laughs> snatch. Darkman has his uh, feed of his whole family, you know, under threat. What do? What is Major going to add to it? Yeah, I'll I'll do a flashback. You said a flashback. Sure. Yeah. We're, we're all meeting before we come here. Where I say my contacts tell me that this person has ties to has technology <laughs> and he's going to try and play it like he just wants the story oh, like people have been hitting on our old uh yeah our old bounty or something yeah. but he probably wants revenge for something i'm not sure what and uh so everybody be ready for that and make your own preparations and my preparations were before you know, like the day before i gave that waitress that i've been flirting with my rocket launcher <laughs> And I put up my hand for another drink, and on a tray she brings me your rocket launcher. a drink and my rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boom, boom. Can you top it? <laughs> I don't know if I can. Has he been You're drinking an sister. experimental explosive this whole time that yeah. you have the detonator to? <laughs> Or whatever I don't like. Whatever you can come up with. Is there his chair an explosive? <laughs> no. Um, do you hand him a bouquet of grenades that? Heredity. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, dude, come on. Aztec or uh, Ares technology attack satellite. <laughs> Big boom boom. No. Uh, uh, so how did he get here? Did he have his own car? Uh, you want to do like a flashback thing to mess with that in some way? You can determine how he got here, right? Mm. You have that okay. power, yeah. So, yeah, let, let's say, uh, yeah, he actually drove here in kind of a, a nicer vehicle that uh, his chauffeur has been, you know, dropped him off. Uh, and so we'll have a flashback. After he came in, uh, some of our subordinates dragged the driver out of the car and uh, replaced him. And set up a bunch of explosives in the car. Okay. <laughs> right. Is that a driver made of explosives? No, <laughs> no, no. no. Um, but no, just basically uh, propped a dummy up or probably capped the driver and left him in there looking like he's Put a you know, spirit waiting, in him. waiting for it. Or yeah, something along. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, had a spirit uh, basically take over so that uh, when this guy leaves, he goes and sits down into <laughs> right. into his car all right but. viper uh one more narration from you if boom boom is done yeah all right, well i'll just uh tell him that it looks like he's he's really got only one choice and that and is and that's to probably just end it all right here <laughs> put a gun on the table <laughs> <laughs> yep as i'll pull out that uh the airy viper under my jacket and set it on the table so he glances at it for a minute, and he looks he, he looks over at Dark Man, and he's like, uh, 
walk away and never see my face again. I believe that was on the table, right? I'll look to my companions. Of course, you guys already know that if he gets in his car, he's going to end up on the top, the top of, uh, yeah. what's the mountain near Seattle? St. Uh, Helens. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's uh, Olympia. Olympia, right. South, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, that's well, what he says. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll look to them, see them give their whatever. I'll uh, and assent. Yeah, I'll, uh, um, you've wasted enough of my time. I'm done here. And I'll push my chair away. <laughs> okay. Get up and walk, start walking away. All right. Yeah. So the, uh, the new yin that was hanging in escrow transfers over to you guys. Um, this is the closing narration. <laughs> you guys leave the bar. You give him a passing look as he gets into his car oh, and you had a time. Well, you'll be able to add okay. something to it. Oh. So you guys are walking away from the bar. His car is in the backdrop, driving away, and then it goes boom. <laughs> so you guys have the explosion at your back. The final look at Darkman. What is what's going on? I think he's just lighting a cigarette and not <laughs> not caring. Right. <laughs> yeah, Major has his arm around the barfly that is now that we're outside is not pleasant to look at <laughs> but he's happy <laughs> just walking along next to dark man boom boom i'll just be sitting there admiring the explosion you know, that was a good boom boom you see it <laughs> viper yeah is uh kind of along the same lines i'll uh give boom boom a pat on the back and say yeah, you haven't lost your touch Age yep. hasn't slowed you down one bit. <laughs> I think there has to be one catchphrase that maybe if slightly modified could be used right now, Major, to close it out. <laughs> yeah, well, what I was going to... I forgot it because I'm old now, but in the flashback, when I laid out the plan, I was going to say, it's my ties and damp ties for the rest of our lives if we do this right, fellas. <laughs> All right, explosion, cue the rock music. <laughs> Fade to black. <laughs> Thanks for playing, guys. Appreciate it. I yeah, know that was some that was of your fun. first time with Anarchy. It was a little uh, loosey-goosey because I didn't have the rules right here. But yeah, it's fun enough. The way it needs it's to be. It's got Anarchy in the really title. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have rules with Anarchy. That's not how it works. I don't believe in hierarchies. It's against but. the rules. This has been a Death Watch production. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.